You're listening to the Diary Discoveries podcast brought to you by Sally'sDiaries.com. Now here's your hosts, Sally Ivey and Jeff Richards. Are you ready over there? I am. Okay. And I tell you so much has happened since our last episode, hasn't it? It really has. Yeah. One of the biggest is um, my TEDx talk was released, and that was last Friday. Yeah, it was kind of cool how you found out. It was so cool. I got an email. I was just sitting there working away Friday night, dinner time, and I got this email, and a woman goes, hey, I just heard your TEDx talk, and her comment was just wonderful, brought tears to my eyes, and I turned to you, and I go, Jeff, Jeff, the talk's out. We have to we have to go watch it. And so we got our drinks, sat in our chairs, and watched it for the first time. Yeah, it really turned out well, I think. I'm, I'm really proud of you for that. Thank you. And I'm, yeah. I want to say thank you to everyone for the outpouring of love that I've had from strangers, friends, and my family. It's really meant a lot to me. And so it helps soften the blow a little bit. It's kind of hard when you watch yourself. So <laughs> it really is. So thank you, everyone. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, you can either find it on YouTube and the title is What I've Learned from Reading 10,000 Diaries, or I put the link on my website at sallysdiaries.com. Right. And for anybody listening for the first time, again, when we direct people to Sally's website, it is not for commercial purposes. There isn't anything for you to purchase there. So you can go there freely and look at the resources, see photos. Uh, we have the podcast extra page where we put photos of the diaries and some of the photographs that we have found uh, in documenting the story. And so it's just a resource for you. What else? There was one other thing. Oh, the Alzheimer's uh, pod, the last episode we did. That's getting some wonderful comments. Also, one was from your mom. She said she got tears in her eyes when she heard it. That's just because she heard my voice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, not because I don't call her, but because she's like, oh, that kid, he was such a pain in the butt. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, and anybody dealing with Alzheimer's, I have not had to. um, But the people that have had elderly parents and had to deal with this, this is a really special story. Thanks to the author of the diary and her family. Yeah. And Bridget, thank you again for allowing us to interview you and share your story. She really was a nice lady Amazing to talk lady. to. So yeah. check that one out too, if you haven't heard that it. That was uh, last episode number 15. But now we're ready to move on. Yes. To- well, I want to say too, really quickly, coming up, we are going to be sharing a diary in its entirety. So it'll be 12 episodes that we know of right now. But this diary is full of romance, it's full of mystery, it's just an incredible diary to share. And we thought, we're going to do something different, and we're going to share a complete diary. So that's coming up soon, and we're real anxious to do it. Yeah, we're getting to work on that. And yeah, so there will be more entries, like you said, and it reads like a story. It really does. And it's the kind that we're not going to try to give away too much. We're going to let you come along with us in the discovery of it all. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. Speaking of discovery. Yes. In my TED Talk, I allude to a phrase that Mark Twain had said, and it was, truth is stranger than fiction. And that phrase goes on, and it says, truth is stranger than fiction, but it is because fiction is obliged to stick to possibilities. Truth isn't. And again, that fits perfectly with what just happened to us just a couple days ago. 
Happened to us? No, it happened, happened to you. Happened to me. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, I pull you in. I was I involved. Pull you in. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about what happened. Well, we were weren't we looking for a short? To yeah, do? a shorter diary or a, a shorter story to to get on while we were waiting for this other thing to happen. Yes, and what I usually do is with every diary that I buy and sell or keep, I read it, research it, write up a description. And then if I choose to sell it, I decide to keep those descriptions, put them in a big file. And so I've got several binders of those and use them possibly. That way they'll be able to be used for future podcasts. And so I went to my files, opened it up, and the fourth or fifth one in, there was the description, the photos of the diary, and I thought of diary, and I thought, you know, this one looks good. Maybe I'll See if this one is good. And so I started reading the description. And as I was reading it, I went, wait a minute, this sounds really familiar. And then I kept reading and I went. And when when had you written that one up? 10 years earlier. Okay. So 10 years ago. Yeah. And I went, why does that sound so familiar? And I remember you were sitting, working on your computer, and I turned and sat down at my computer and I started looking at the files that I had written up for the diaries that I was going to sell maybe in the last couple of weeks. Two days earlier, this is going to sound confusing, two days earlier, I sold that very diary that I had 10 years ago that I already had sold. Does that make sense? Because you had bought it back. I know. <laughs> not knowing. <laughs> I bought it back not knowing I had owned it already. Well, and that's funny because that reminded me of a story my daughter told me. She's an avid reader. And I mean, her closet was just full of books that she had read or was going to read. And one day she told me, you know, you should write down the titles of the books you read. She goes, I started doing it after I bought the same book twice. She started reading a book and realized that she had read it years earlier. Yes. And so I started doing that. And which was really a, a great piece of advice because it's been really fun to look back at all the titles and, and talk about them and things like that and remember them. So this is a case where you 10 years ago had researched the diary, sold it. Then it came up again for sale. And you went, oh, that looks really interesting. And came up for sale again 10 years later. It's not like I yeah. bought it. I just bought that diary a month ago. Yeah. The same diary. And <laughs> read it and still didn't realize I had read it. And that's what's funny, you know, because this diary is pretty unique and we're going to talk about it a little yes. bit. I was thinking, how would you not remember that? Well, not no, not in a bad way. How because there was the details. Yeah, like how could you not remember that? <laughs> Sally, you forgot like like the day you forgot the milk, you know, not that. Uh it's there's some very interesting things in this diary and that's why uh it was of interest to the purchasers as well. Yes. And remember my saying in the TED Talk, our memories are good. They're not great. Our memories are partial. They're not complete. Our memories are not exact. They embellish. I'm speaking to me. <laughs> I'm speaking of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm preaching to the choir. You know, it's, it's true. And I read so many diaries that it's hard to keep everyone, but it really shocked me. I went, I went, Jeff, you're not going to believe this. I bought this diary twice. <laughs> and did we already say that when you realized it, 
how long had it been since you had just sold it? Two days. Two days. So two days before you had just sold it again. Which is really weird in itself because two days go by and we go, let's do a short. Let's look in our files from 10 years ago. So it was a really cool, kind of a cool little experience. And truth is stranger than fiction. Right. And had never happened to you before. I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we were looking up and maybe somebody out there has a better... Uh, understanding of English than we do, but about, you know, this is a happy accident. We're, we're looking up, what do you call it when this, like, it's not quite serendipity. Um, it's a stumbling upon, dumb luck. Uh, what are some of the others? I guess now I, people call it force gumping, you know? Yeah, it's something. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that we thought would be interesting to do is compare the write-ups. So the one that you did 10 years ago and the one you just recently did to see what you found in the diary and what your views of it were. And maybe you saw things differently. Because 10 years ago, when anybody looks back on their life 10 years ago, there's a lot that happens. There's a lot, your mind changes, your world changes. I mean, I didn't know you 10 years ago. I didn't live in Washington 10 years ago. I was three years of being a widow when I read that diary. Is the mind different when you read something? If you read a book, and then reread that book 10 years later. Is it going to affect you differently? And so it really brought a lot of very interesting things up for us to discuss. Yeah, it's like the quote, and I can't remember who said it, but it was one of the ancient Stoic philosophers, I believe, something about no man crosses the same river twice. Yes. Because the man is different and the river's different. Yeah. So something like that, but yeah, not a, quite that deep. No, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. Um, no, I think that is perfect for this because my life has changed. But with reading all these diaries and the way my life has changed, we kind of found out that there wasn't really a lot of difference in the write-ups. You pretty much mentioned the same things in each write-up. In both write-ups, because this woman and her entries were pretty deep and they were very vulnerable and she shared a lot of her thoughts about different men. I chose, each time I sold it, I chose not to share her name. I found out who she was. I found out all about her genealogy and I did send that along to the person who bought it, but I chose not to share it online. And I do that out of respect for the person, the family, And I felt good that 10 years ago, I felt that way. And I feel that way now. And it makes me go, 10 years from now, I'm going to feel that way. That there are, you have to have respect when you read these diaries. Absolutely. And you have been that way your entire diary career. I've tried to be, yes. Yeah. And that's an important note that, you know, there's people out there that are always looking for, you know, the sensational stuff or to find the nitty gritty and the dirt and all that. You've never been that way about this. You've always respected the authors and protected things in a way that, yeah, we're reading it or you're reading it, but you're not out there like, hey, I found this out. Check this no. out. You know? And I have had discussions and talks with people about reading other people's diaries. You know, it is a very interesting subject to discuss and to debate. And the one thing that has come to my mind recently is there are stories that need to be told. 
I think there's so many of these authors in these diaries. If I were to ask them, if they came back and walked in this room and I'd say, can I share your story? I tell you, most of them I believe would say, yeah, please do. Because some of these stories are out there. They've never been shared. And they're the most incredible stories of human resilience and adventure and struggles. And it's just nice to see these stories get out there and to be shared. Well, as promised, we will now talk about this diary itself. It's written by a 25-year-old woman, and she gets the diary on her birthday, which was, well, I can't say the day. You can't of her say. Yeah. No, no. We're, she gets the diary on her birthday. Still. Uh, she's from Minnesota. And as the diary, as you read through the diary, uh, she is married to a man, unhappily married to a man, and we'll just call him H. Okay. And it's a period of nine years that she writes. Pe- yes, a period of nine years. And she doesn't write every day. She just writes the pivotal moments that happened in her life, including a car accident where she almost dies. So there's not just about H or about this man that she has met several years before H. But yeah, uh, it's the, a very interesting read. The man that she meets, she does not mention his name. And she just can't get over him. And it's all throughout the nine years of her diary, even though she's dating. Well, she's married and does date other people. Well, because she is, it's an unhappy marriage. Unhappy marriage. They yes. both apparently are unhappy. Yes, they both are. But do you know what? They, and people ask me this, did she stay with H? I said, yeah, she did. Because I did share this on Instagram a little bit. And I said, she did. She stayed with him until both of them passed away. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. But I, mean, I want to know who the other man is. Right. It's interesting, isn't it? It is. And you will see that it's not just that she says, yes, I met somebody else. You'll see in these entries that we share with you, just how important he was in her life. Did they have children? No, they did not have children. Okay. So do you want to read some of the entries? Yes, I'd love to. So October 1st, 1923. Only a bitter memory. How I adored you, but three years of experience has taught me so much. Your name will never mar this book. Not that it would mar this book. And she's referring to the other man. Mm -hmm, The other man. Okay. Now I'll take a shot at one. Okay, this one is entitled October Memorandum Page for 1926. And I had to ask Sally what that meant. So at the end of some diaries, they go by the month. There is a page for a summary. Mm -hmm. Is that what you said? They're called memorandum pages. Okay. So this is 1926, October. Someday I will forget. If we both had only waited a while. Funny how this old world throws people together, you said. Your name will never be written in this book. No one will ever know who you are, even if they should steal a glimpse of my diary. Sometimes I have hated you, but not for long. If I had only kept the notes, but I burned them long ago. I know them all by heart. The garden of memory is a paradise from which we can never be devoid. 
Stop. The Garden of Memory is a paradise from which we can never be devoid. I have to keep that phrase. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. How interesting to live a life and to have this deep inside you and and to be writing it down. Like the person you married, you're not really in love with them, maybe. Mm -hmm. And that there's, there's somebody who changed your life, who came into your life, but that you're no longer with. Yet, you know, there are times I, you know, that I've read about that this has happened and then all of a sudden you turn and you look at the person that you're with and you realize this is really this person I'm supposed to be with. Well, you, you hope know? that happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a man. Is, no, I'm kidding. Is that how you feel right uh, now? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're going to just, I, I need to tell you something. We might as well do it on air. Yeah. So here's these deep thoughts, and we're making we're making jokes. So I want to read you another one. September 14th, 1928. I am thinking of you again today. You said, gosh, if I had only seen you first. And you meant it, I know, but it is too late. I couldn't give him up. You were right, and that was the only way out. The memory of it all brings me to tears and tears. I can't forget like I know you must have. How I adore you. One consolation I will always have. It was not one-sided. This caused you some bitterness, I know. It was love at first sight for both, or for me the second time I saw you. You said, no, Vi, not for a million dollars could I only live that year over again. So I was a fool enough to think I could have you because you made love to me and I cared so much. You were so decent to me, although others say you are bad clear through. I don't believe them. You couldn't be. What a guy. What a guy. (laughs) Right? Why they never stayed together, I don't know. I mean, some of our entries allude to certain things, but... Maybe there was more security with H. There might have been. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we can all say there's been times in our lives when we could write certain things like this. I know many times in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Tell us about them. Okay. Okay. We got one more entry to read. All right. Well, this one is September 16th, 1929. So we can forget when someone better comes along. This time it could be more serious than before, but I will not let it. We are the cheater. What a drab old world this would be if it weren't for romance. I do not regret one second of it. Saturday. I am going to leave, and that will end it, and then I will love to forget again. God, what an eventful six months I have had. It has been wonderful. So you wrote your own comments after that about the mystery. Yeah, Yeah. the mystery of it all. And I think I wrote those in the first description and the last. I mean, it was interesting, too. I pulled out some of the same descriptions as I pulled out 10 years ago. This one really is a beautiful diary of lost love, I would say. And what she say about this world would be a bitter world or a drab, bitter world if it were not for romance. That's so true. Maybe that was the biggest thing she had going in her life at that time. Yeah. See, with these diaries, if I could only just have the person, the author, 
sit with me. I could talk to him for hours and upon hours and just, what did you mean by this? How are you doing now? Did you ever, you know, maybe not forget, but get over it? So, yeah, it was a fun diary to read. It really was. I'm glad we could share it with you guys. Yeah, well, and then again, you know, with all the things, also the car wreck. I mean, she... Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that because she was in a serious car accident that hospitalized her for nearly two months. That's right. And she wrote sometimes while she was in the hospital, but most of the time it was just briefly, you know. So, yeah, almost killed her. So there was that. Well, and you add all this up and the impact that it had on you. It's a a very interesting diary. And you'd written your first write-up. You wrote, let's see, I've got it right here. I don't know if I've ever had a diary such as this in my 25 years of collecting. It really is a rarity among diaries. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And that's how I knew it was 10 years ago, because it's been 35 years that I've been doing this. Yeah. And so when I started reading at the first one and then the second one. And I was like, you know, how do you not remember? But then you start thinking about like all of the diaries you have read. Oh, in that 10 years, so how many, many have I read? Yes, yeah, the yes. stories. and That's how- why I'm glad I do print up these descriptions and keep them with me because it just brings them back every time. So, and hey, in 10 years, I'll probably buy this diary back again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it worked out. <laughs> And it's like, so, it was that good, you had to buy it again. In 10 years, <laughs> it'll be what, our thousandth podcast? We'll share it again with you. And you guys might not remember what we just talked about. <laughs> right. They'll say, they're doing it again. They're just recycling. <laughs> well, anyways, this was a pretty good experience. Yeah, and it was really was. It was fun. A fun thing that happened. Like, oh my gosh. So we wanted to share that with you. So... Thanks for listening, everybody. We're having fun. Yeah, and we'll come back again with some more stories. For more information about Sally and her diaries, go to sallysdiaries.com.